with a three-pointer up and oh. count it. Count it there Pure shooter there. Game. Pure shooter just drained it. Good afternoon, Northwest Iowa. I am Aaron Hange, and this is the, the Siouxland Ballcast, where we take a look at everything Siouxland Conference basketball. This is our preview show, and so basically what we're going to be doing today is taking a look at what happened last year a little bit and taking a look at how that translates to this year and uh, basically giving my prediction on how Siouxland is going to end up this year. So just a little bit of a look of last year, the two teams that really separated themselves conference-wise was Boyden Hall and George Little Rock, our uh, two favorites to win the Siouxland. Uh, Boyden Hall for the most part, capitalized on that as they went to the state championship to get beat by North Lynn. Uh, they finished with a conference record of 16-2. Uh, there was that one embarrassing loss to Okaboji, but I feel like that was kind of just a cool-down loss. And uh, overall, 24-3. and The other loss besides conference coming to, of course, North Lynn. Secondly, we have George Slitterock, who finished with a record of 15-3 and in the conference. And uh, 20 and 4 overall, they uh, lost their non-conference game in the playoffs to South O'Brien, I believe, uh, at the district championship game, a game that was seen as pretty close, and South O'Brien ended up taking that one. So, uh, kind of disappointing to end the season that way for George Little Rock. They thought that they had a chance to go back to state and even make some more noise, but sadly that did not happen. Uh, after George Little Rock was Sioux Center at a conference record of 12 and 5 and uh, 15 and 7. Uh, they had a pretty good season last year. Uh, stayed pretty competitive. And uh, after Sioux Center, we had Rock Valley, who shocked the world by going to state last year. Uh, definitely a dark horse. Not terrible in the conference, 12 and 6, and then uh, 18 and 8 overall. But yeah, no one was expecting them to go to states, but they ended up doing that and uh, sadly lost in the first round, but one heck of a season for Rock Valley last year. After Rock Valley is kind of where we have the drop-off at uh, MLC Floyd Valley. Again, not terrible at 10-8 in the conference and 11-10 uh, and 10 overall. However, that is our 3A team, so you would expect them to do a little better. But conference-wise, not terrible, and now we're kind of getting to our average teams last year. And uh, after that, we have Okaboji. They finished with a conference record of 7-11, and 8-14 overall. Uh, not terrible. They seem to be a pretty young team. Plus, they had uh, Lucas Lorenzen, who's coming back just as a sophomore this year, which seems insane because he was balling last year. After Okaboji, there is Sibley Ochiden at a conference record of 6-12 and 10-13 and, uh, overall. Uh, not a terrible season, uh, Sibley Ochiden-wise. Uh, they, I saw some improvement in them, and uh, hopefully they can get even better this year. I'll have to take a look at who they lost later on. After that, we have West Lions, surprisingly down there at 5-12 in the conference, and 5-15 uh, and 15 overall lost all three non-conference games. Uh, West Lion, not as we expect West Lion to be, usually a physical ball club that uh, usually hangs with most teams, but we didn't see that last year. Maybe we'll see it this year. After that, we have the Sheldon Orabs at a record of 3-15 in the conference and 6-17 and overall. Uh, Sheldon, for them, it's usually hit or miss. Last year was a miss, but uh, hopefully they'll be back this year even stronger. And uh, lastly, we have Central Lion. 
who was 1-17 in the conference in 5-18 overall, kind of the, uh, the low Siouxland Conference basketball, uh, though their young guys seem to be pretty good. You had uh, Mason Gerleman getting a little bit at the end of the season, hitting some shots, and uh, I've heard a lot about that class from a family member that that class might just save the day for Central Line. Maybe uh, they should be taking a big step up here pretty soon. So uh, there was uh, the conference last year, and uh, let's take a look uh, team by team wise. Starting at the top last year, Boyden Hall. The seniors that they lose are their leading scorer, Bodie Young, uh, Carter Francis, uh, Brett Vanderwilt. Those are the three seniors that they are losing. Uh, Brett Vanderwilt seemed to be a guy who did a lot of things that weren't in the box score. He often initiated. Uh, Carter Francis was a pretty good sharpshooter for them, and Bodie Young, the leader of the team. So uh, Boyden Hall seems a few losses, but not, not terrible for graduation. And uh, then, of course, you have Keaton Moser looking to lead the team this year. It's looking like their junior class and their freshman class from last year are going to be the top classes for Boyne Hall coming in the future. So expect them to be right back on top in this, uh, in my opinion, might be even weaker Siouxland Conference. But uh, you can expect Boyne Hall to most likely make a run back at the state championship and for years to come. They have a very good staff at uh, Boyne Hall. So uh, don't expect them to be down at all this upcoming year. Expect them to maybe even get better. But yeah, Boyden Hall, I expect to be back on top. After Boyden Hall, we're taking a look at George Little Rock. Uh, unlike Boyden Hall, George Little Rock took a lot of hits by losing seniors. They lost Lucas Nagel, uh, Landon Jumbeck, Caleb Terhark, Blake Johnson, Jane Klingenberg, Nathan Klingenberg, and Seth Sproke. So a lot of losses for George Larock, uh, a lot of them on that state team they had a few years ago. And uh, it, look for uh, Peyton Malden and Matt Haken to uh, maybe both be in the Siouxland Conference All-First team. I can expect them to at least give George Larock at least at least a 500 record. Uh, don't expect George Little Rock to uh, be back at state or maybe sub-state, but uh, expect them to be able to make a little bit of a run. I really hope this is an underestimate for George Little Rock because I know how their players can play, uh, not just Peyton and Matt, but even like the juniors and the sophomores. Uh, pretty good kids. I just hope they can put that work in and get George Little Rock hopefully close to the top. Uh, I, I expect George Lodrak to be at about mid-level in the Siouxland. Not terrible. I hope they prove me wrong, though. Moving on from George Lodrak, there is Sioux Center. Uh, they took a hit uh, from graduation from their top two players, Cade Bleeker and Charlie Dykeshorn, two very good players leaving from graduation. They also have Caden Glade, um, Chandler Opal. I'm sorry if I say this wrong, people. Uh <laughs> Caden Regnerus, sorry, uh, and Blake Roseberry, uh, the seniors they lost last year, now freshmen in college, I guess. Uh, but expect uh, big things from Wilson Harshbarger. Uh, he was a he was the junior last year, heading into his senior year, averaged ten a game. Expect that to go up to about fifteen. Uh, really good in the post. I saw a, f a little bit of what he can do, and uh, 
I don't expect Sioux Center to be exactly where they were last year. Expect them about mid-level Sulan, maybe even a little higher than that, because they do have some good underclassmen. Eli Hima is a beast, so expect him to be averaging at least like 10, I'd say. Uh, didn't didn't get too much games in last year, but uh, he can ball. And I've heard good things about Christian Vieter. Uh, he's now a sophomore freshman last year. He only got into three games, but I've heard good things from uh, like his AAU teams around there, and uh, overall, just like freshman JV teams. Expect them to step up a lot this year for Sioux Center. So yeah, Sioux Center, mid-level Siouxland, a little higher than that. That's what I expect from them. Then you have Rock Valley, the uh, dark horse team from last year. It's going to be really hard to give a, <laughs> a prediction on them because they're just so dang hard to predict. Uh, but yeah, they took a big hit from losing seniors last year. Uh, Brayden Van Kinkricks, the star player last year, He's gone from graduation. Uh, so is uh, Elliot Vinkincrix, JT Vantol, uh, Colton Vonk, Trey Heiser, and Isaac Hansen. All lost from graduation. Uh, they're going to have to look a lot from their underclassmen. Uh, they have a few juniors who were on there last year. But uh, I don't expect Rock Valley to be at the same level they were last year unless, you know, they get that random push at the end of the season. But uh, I expect Rock Valley to be maybe mid-level, li little, little lower than mid-level uh, Sioux Conference this upcoming season. Uh, Jackson Russ is looking to be their star player this year. Hopefully he can get some reps in. But there you have it for Rock Valley. Moving on from Rock Valley, we're taking a look at MLC Floyd Valley the only 3A team in the Siouxland. Uh, they had a few hits from seniors uh, getting getting uh, graduated last year. But uh, their top two players, they saw their top two players, uh, Alex Van Kalsbeek and Kyle Christie. Expect them to be big for this team, ex ex uh, especially Alex Van Kalsbeek. Uh, expect him to put up about 20 I expect MOC to be a little better than they were last year. Uh, yeah, seniors they lost were uh, Josiah Jansen, Austin Jeltma, uh, Eli Tigronheis, Riley Fredericks, and Roman Stokes. Seniors they lost last year, but yeah, top two players are still there. I uh, don't expect them to be down. MOC, I'm going to expect a little bit above mid-level Siouxland. Moving on from MLC, we have Sibley O'Cheaton, a team led by Grant Brower last year, lost him for graduation. Lane Tangeman is gone, Rylan Marco's gone, Thomas Doden's gone, uh, Jager Johnson's gone, and that is it for seniors. Uh, this team often likes to run. They definitely have a lot of athletes that you cannot put into question. Sibley O'Cheaton will always have the athletes. Is it, is, yeah. is it, can they put their track team on a basketball court and play well. That's always the question for Sibley O'Cheaton. I expect them to play a little more team ball this year uh, because of just how great Grant Brower was last year. I expect them to be uh, maybe about a little higher than what Sibley O'Cheaton uh, expectations are, so I expect them to be a little below mid-level in the Siouxland. Uh, moving on from Sibley Chin, we have West Lyon. The seniors they lost were Trevor Rinke, uh, Josh Geyer, and Trent Hugendorn. Uh, 
uh, three players who were not necessarily their top scorers. In fact, uh, their best senior averaged 3.7 points last year. So uh, Westline was down last year, but they have a lot returning. And uh, hopefully the chemistry is all there so Westline can be back to playing Westline basketball. I expect them to be about at mid-level for the Siouxland. Right there with, I'd say, George Lerac. And then we have Okaboji, who is turning some heads as of recent. Uh, they're only losing uh, Chris Halber, Ryan Feller, Blake Peter for seniors. That's only three seniors they're losing. And they have that amazing freshman, Lucas Lorenzen. Also last year, they had Jameson Helmers, who is coming back this year. So expect Okaboji to make some noise this season. I expect them to actually be above average in the Siouxland Conference. So I don't see them being down. I definitely see them improving and maybe surprising some people because Okaboji is usually not seen as a very good basketball team. I can see that happening this year, if I'm being completely honest. Moving on from Okaboji, we're taking a look at Sheldon. Sheldon Orbs were not that good last year. Uh, Tyler Lode is leaving. Luke Minabeek is leaving. Uh, Marshall Glenheisink is leaving. Uh, Brennan Had Hadk is leading, leaving. And uh, Cody Vazilar is leaving. Trent Van Meteren is leaving. And Bryant Dykstra is leaving. So that is a lot of seniors leaving Sheldon, who is already down. Uh, I do see Ty Sudbeck maybe <laughs> helping Sheldon shoot this way out of the bottom. I can see them as pretty low to the bottom team in the Siouxland. So don't expect, I'm not expecting much from Sheldon, though I hope they prove me wrong. Well, I'm Sheldon is the Central Lion Lions, who had one conference win last year. And actually, Central Lion is no longer in 1A. I took a look. They are up to 2A, so now that only leaves... George Little Rock, the only 1A school in the Siouxland, with eight 2A teams and one 3A team in MLC. And I'm seeing Central Lion improving, actually, this year, despite all their uh, seniors that are leaving. Uh, most notably, Zed Hymanson is leaving with a 49% field goal percentage and a 28% three-point percentage. Um, Zed, Zed's a good player, uh, though I've feel like his shot selection may have hurt the team a little bit last year, though I can see Central Lion with their freshman class and a little bit of their sophomore class really helping this team out this year and maybe getting Central Lion to a little below average, maybe even above average as it comes to Siouxland Conference basketball. But uh, I expect them to do better at least, and uh, that freshman class who is now a sophomore class is going to help out more than most sophomore classes would. And I see Central Lion in about two years being a very good team. But they're not there yet. They're kind of like if the Lakers would have stuck with the uh, young guys. I I could see the Lakers being good someday. I mean, they're good now. But like if they would have stuck with that, with those young guys, they'd be like the Central Lion of the NBA. But yeah, they're Central Lion improving. I'm going to put them a little bit below average, maybe at the five spot in Siouxland. 
And that's your look at each team individually. Now let's go to statewide, where we take a look at BC Moore's rankings for the top 10 teams. This is all based on last year. Um, number one, Grandview Christian. I'm not sure who they recruited this year, but I don't expect them to be where they were near as where they were last year. I expect Grandview Christian to be maybe 50, 60 in the rankings. You know, I don't know where the, who the recruits are thus far, but if we're just going for what I saw at the end of the state championship game, Grandview's not going very far. Uh, number two is George Little Rock in 1A. George Little Rock, again, uh, lost a lot of seniors, lost most of their players, uh, but I can expect Matt Haken and Peyton Malden to bring George Little Rock to somewhat relevancy, maybe taking them to a district championship uh, at the most, but I hope they prove me wrong and these players really start to ball out. Number three, Ankeny Christian. Uh, I don't believe I saw them at the state tournament last year, but uh, don't know much about them. <laughs> South O'Brien, uh, expect South O'Brien to be back, uh, maybe at state, as long as they don't get met by Rems and St. Mary's. Uh, South O'Brien is going to be a very good basketball team. I believe their two best players are returning, so... Expect South O'Brien to be back maybe at state, maybe at the district championship, maybe at sub-state. Either way, South O'Brien is going to be good. Uh, Prince of Peace comes at 5, New London at 6, Easton Valley at 7, uh, Exira, Elkhorn, Kimb, I think it gives me the full name. They're at number 8, number 9, Algona Garrigan. I believe that's a team that plays a whole bunch of 3A and 4A schools. No, I was wrong. It was a different team. <laughs> My bad. Uh, but, yeah, don't know much about them. And then Newell Fonda at 10. Actually, I didn't. I don't even remember Newell Fonda being that good last year. Maybe they were. I'm not very sure. But, uh, yeah, Newell Fonda. Expect them. I don't really know what to expect from them. <laughs> but uh, looking a little bit more down to teams I recognize, Montezuma uh, with Trey Shearer. He should help bring them back to state. And uh, Council Bluff St. Albert, that's the team I was thinking about. Uh, their schedule usually pushes them into uh, states because they play so many 3A and 4A teams. I don't know, a little surprise, Remsen St. Mary's fell to 17. They didn't really lose that many players from last year. I don't think they lost anyone from last year. Uh, expect them to be back at state and hopefully making a run for the state championship. Uh, besides that, I see Albernet. They had that one player who I believe, like, his eyes started bleeding in the middle of the game. Albert kind of made me mad with what they did in the state championship by just holding the ball for three-fourths of the time. But I can I can respect what they were doing, and uh, I can see them getting back. Uh, Don Bosco, let's not talk about them. Two-way rankings. So we have Northland at number one. I'm not sure they're going to be the number one team coming into this year after a few games. Uh, with that loss of Mr. Basketball, Jake Hilmer, I expect them to hopefully make a push for the state. However, with that just huge loss from the senior class, I don't expect them winning another championship. Uh, number two, Pella Christian, usually a pretty good team. Nothing more to say about them. Uh, number three, Point Hall. It surprises me that they're at the number three because uh, they were absolutely dominant last year in the Sealand Conference. I expect them to head back to the state championship because that is just a great group of guys. Uh, number four, South Hamilton. Uh, 
I don't know they had one really good player just shot the lights out. Looked like he was forty, but I ex- I think he was a junior and he might be coming back next year. So expect South Hamilton to be back in there. Uh, five and Meter, I feel like they're always there, so you can expect Van Meter to make it back. Western Christian, uh, they actually got upset by none other than Rock Valley last year at that uh, last second buzzer beater. Uh, Western Christian should be coming back stronger this year and expect them back in the state tournament. Uh, Sioux Center, Sioux Center is, I feel like they've dropped off a little bit. I can see them maybe making it to the district championship, but I can't see them making it back to state. However, again, I hope they prove me wrong. Number eight, we have Dyke New Hartford. I don't know much. I don't know much about them. And of course, you have West Sioux, who, again, Rock Valley beats. However, they have just athletes all over the place. It would not surprise me at all if they made it to the state championship, even our state, maybe even the state championship. That's how good their athletes are. Um, sorry if I say this wrong. Kamanich is number 10. I <laughs> uh, don't know much about them. Now, teams that intrigue me in this 2A, I see... Iowa City Regina is usually pretty good. I think they're at state last year. Uh, Unity Christian, I just don't think they have quite the schedule to get them ready for a playoff that would take them to state. Rock Valley, I don't believe, is going back to state. However, they proved me wrong <laughs> during the playoffs last year. Maybe they can do it again. And uh, they are number 17. Moving on to 3A, we have, we'll see where the only Siouxland Conference team is. MOC is put at, let me take a look. There are 26 in 3A out of 64 teams. That seems about right. Uh, usually when it comes to Siouxland, if you're in the 1A, so basically just George Slidorak now, your strength of schedule is going to be in the top five in your entire class. 2A, I'd put it top 10 because it's still a dang good conference. And then 3A, I'm going to say average for if you're talking 3A. But uh, I believe MLC's strength schedule is enough for one of their good teams to make it a state. However, I don't see them going to state this year. But again, I hope they prove me wrong. <laughs> Bring some Siouxland Conference representation into 3A. But uh, nope. No surprise here, Norwalk and Oskaloosa, number one and number two. Uh, Norwalk with Bowen Bourne, absolute baller. I'm going to say if there's an MVP for the state tournament last year, I'm definitely giving that to Bowen Bourne. He absolutely balled out and uh, did not deserve that L. Uh, number two, Oskaloosa. Uh, can't think of the guy's name, but uh, they have a or a five-star recruit, if I'm not wrong, headed to Iowa State. Xavier Foster is his name. Uh, watched a little bit of him last year at the state tournament. He did not impress me as like a four-star or a five-star recruit. Uh, he's a good player, don't get me wrong. He's definitely Division One talent, but I did not see much like five-star talent from him that like all of a sudden this changes things between the University of Iowa and Iowa State. And how Iowa State just got 10 times better. Because they didn't. Xavier Foster is good, but he's not great. I hope, again, he can prove me wrong. And like just turn into a five-star athlete that maybe I wasn't seeing this year. But as of now, I'm going to say that Norwalk's winning this. And uh, Oskaloosa, I don't even, I'm not even sure if they're going to make it to the state championship. Uh, they had a lot of losses last year. Not as in like losses 
games wise, but like a lot of seniors who left last year. I can't remember who I'm thinking of, but they had a very good player. I thought last year that I thought was even better than Xavier Foster. Cole Henry, Cole Henry. I believe he's better than Xavier Foster. And I guess this might change since he was a senior last year and now Xavier Foster is a senior and he'll go make some noise and shut me up, which is what I'm hoping. Uh, then number three, you have Surgeon Bluff Luton. Four, Pella. Five, Mankato. Not Mankato. I believe that's a Minnesota town. I can't say that. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> number six, Davenport Assumption. Number seven, Dubuque Wallert. Eight, Cedar Rapids Xavier. Nine, Winterset. Winterset I did watch a little bit of, and they impressed me. Uh, however, I feel like they're a little undersized, and I can see them making it to the state, but I can't really see them going very far. Uh, then we have Gilbert at number 10. Uh, Lamar's is there at number 16. Uh, I don't know much about Lamar's, but I do feel like they could definitely make a run for it this year. So uh, we took a look at 1A, 2A, 3A in the Siouxland Conference. Um, other than that, all I have to say is, again, I believe Boyd Hall is going to make a lot of noise this year and maybe even win the state championship. Who knows? Um, and then George Sidorak, the other team that was big last year, I believe they are headed to maybe mid-level, maybe a little above mid-level, but I don't expect them to be at the same level they were last year. I just can't really see it. I, again, I'm really hoping they prove me wrong. That is my school. And uh, <laughs> please prove me wrong, guys. I coached a little bit of them uh, during one summer league. And uh, I really couldn't tell much from that, but I can definitely see their talent. And uh, I believe that they are going to be a little more than above average. A lot of people see them as a team that's going to win, like, maybe five games in the Siouxland. I can see them winning a lot more than that. I can see them winning 10 or 11, maybe even 12. So uh, good luck to every team out there. Good luck to the Mustangs. And uh, the season does not start until – let me pull it up real quick. season does not start for the Siouxland Conference until Tuesday, December 3. Um, I'll get a video out before that previewing these games. But let's just take a look at – the the first week's games. Sioux Center versus Okaboji at Sioux Center. Central Line versus George Rock. That's going to be a very good one. That's always been a rivalry football team. Uh, it's going to be at Central Lion. Sheldon versus Rock Valley. That's at Sheldon. That's uh, really going to show us who Rock Valley really is and who Sheldon really is. Basically, this first week is going to show us a lot about what these teams are really made of. Um, Boyden Hall versus MOC. That's going to be a big one. And that's at Boyden Hall. And we have West Lion versus Sibylla Cheaton at West Lion. That's usually a pretty good game. Then we have a Thursday game, non-conference, Spirit Lake against MLC Floyd Valley at Spirit Lake. That is going to be a big one for MLC. Spirit Lake is always very good. And then we have Rock Valley versus Central Lion at Rock Valley. Um, that's really That really intrigues me more about Rock Valley and Central Lion because I feel like we know where we're getting from Central Lion, but Rock Valley, we have absolutely no clue. Um, Sibley Cheaton versus Boyd Hall. That's at Sibley Cheaton. Expect Boyd Hall to blow him out. Uh, Sheldon versus Okoboji. That's at Sheldon. I feel like that's going to be a very good game. 
Uh, George Little Rock versus Westline. That's at George Little Rock, even though it said that the location has changed. So I'm not sure where. I know last year there was a few games that were played at a college like Northwestern, but who knows. And then we have MLC Floyd Valley versus Sioux Center. That's at MLC. That is the battle for Sioux County. So that's always going to be a big one. And then we have Saturday, December 7. That's a Saturday game. South of Bryan versus Sheldon. That's at Paulina. Uh, that's usually a pretty good game. <laughs> Actually, this one might not be. South of Bryan is just really good. That's all I can say about them. But, uh, yeah, there is our opening episode of the Siouxland Ballcast. Uh, I hope to see you guys next week. Stay safe and have a good one.